we're going to be learning the Kutisichis Chelektos, the fifth Sicha for Parshas Vayetze. This is going to be a very fascinating Sicha where the Rebbe discusses uh, Hashem, the topic of the Yaakov Holoch Vodarkai, and how that connects to the Pirusha Pashat of the Yaakov Holoch which is discussed in Parshas Vayetze. So let's start off with what exactly is the Yaakov Holoch So the Minig is that we start saying the Yaakov Holoch already after Yom Kippur is the first time when we start saying it. But Be'ikr, the main times that the Avoid of Yaakov Holoch is after Moitzei Simchas Taira and Moitzei Shabbos Bereshis. And the idea is that during the month of Tishrei, which is Mole Vayadais, we are completely involved in, in Yonei Kedusha. And then after the month of Tishrei, we are getting involved in Yonei Chol. So we're transferring from the Avoidah, which is just in Torah Mitzvah, to the Avoidah of day-to-day type of life. And this of second Avoidah of being involved in Yonei Chol is Merumah's in the Inna of Yaakov Holoch Lodarka. <coughs> because the Yaakov Holoch Lodarka has within it is stressed in this Vork to Inyan. One point is that Yaakov's going on his way. When you say it's his way, it means it's not the same way that of Torah Mitzvah. It's not, sorry, it's not the way of Chodesh Tishrei. So when we say Yaakov Halachodarke, when we're saying this after Shabbos Bereshis or, or Sinchasteira, what we're trying to say is that we're going on our way. The way which is not the way of Chaydish Tisha, which is involved within Yanei Kedusha only. Rather, it's the way of the world. We're getting involved in Achila, Vashtia, which Pechotzoinius, you, you don't see a difference uh, between a Yid and a not Yid. But the other hand, so it's still, it's Darkai, but nonetheless, it's still Yaakov Halachodarke. When we're stressing that it's Yaakov's way, that Yaakov's going in his way, and that's also referring to each one of us, that we, we are going in the special way of Yaakov, which means is that even when we're involved in the Yon you're able to see it's, it's connected to Yaakov. The says that all of our actions that we're doing is in a way of L'shem Shemayim, and that's why after Shabbos Bereshis and after Simchas uh, we say the Yaakov okay? because what we're trying to say is that we're taking the, the, the energy and we're taking the Kedusha they were able to uh, be nimshach and epimius, which was which we're able to take within ourselves, and we're going to utilize that nisinas that energy and that power to be able to fulfill the avodah, the yakov halachodarke, being involved in yinan echal in a way of chol dechachad eilu shem shemayim to make a dear lo yisper patachtainim throughout the year, and that energy that becomes because of chaydish tishrei. So the chayachet tishrei gives us the capability to do the avodah yinan echal throughout the rest of the year. That's the concept of Yaakov Halachodarke, and that's why our meaning is to say it um, after Shabbos Bereshis and after uh, Simchas Torah. So let's look at the context. Where does this pasuk Yaakov Halachodarke is a pasuk? Where does it come from? It comes from this week's parsha, and in it Yaakov is leaving Haran and he's going back to Eretz Yisrael, and Lavan chases after him. Lavan chases after him. And um, after Lovan, they, they make peace. They make they make they make a a, a, a treaty with each other. It says, yeah, Lovan kisses his sons and his daughters, meaning his grandchildren and his daughters. And then it says Yaakov Halachodarke, meaning is that Yaakov Halachodarke is after the story of Lovan, after that whole sefer of Lovan, Yaakov's going on his way to return to Eretz Yisrael. So, what is it the story is actually referred to? It's saying that Yaakov is leaving Haran leaving Chutzla Arts 
to go back to Eretz Yisrael. So it seems like the Pashat Shat of Yaakov Al-Tadaki is pretty precarious from the Pirsha Pnimi, which is, uh, uh, that we say after Shemini Yitzir, after we say after Simchos Tairah. Simchos Tairah and after Shabbos Barachis we're saying is that we're leaving the Inyonim of Tisha, we're leaving the Inyonim of Tisha to go into the Chayel, to be Mavar the Chayel. While by Yaakov, it means Pum He's leaving Lavan to return to Eretz Yisrael. He's leaving the Chal to return to Yonim of Kedusha. So it seems Pum the Pashub Shad of the Psukim, to the Pirush of Pnimi that we're saying in it. So the beer is, Bikitzer, and then we'll discuss it more in length, is that it's explained in Hasidus that the idea of the Yerdek Lavan is Yaakov, that Lavan is chasing after Yaakov, that's the meaning of a Nesinas Koyach that's coming. It's an through love and chasing after Yaakov, that gives him the Nesinus Chayef, that gives him the capability and the strength to be able to fulfill his Avaida afterwards when he goes to meet Asab on the way. Rahabir, to explain. The Magid uh, tells us that the purpose of Yaakov being in Haran, being a Chutzlart in Haran, Haran Achshomakim, was in order for him to be mavar, to purify the, the sparks of Kedusha, which were by Lavan. And after 20 years, he accomplished that job. But there were still certain oisiyah satayra that were still remaining. That's how the Magid refers to it. He doesn't call it the he calls it oisiyah satayra. But it's the same concept, just like an ois has within it a, a meaning, a, a pirish, has, has Kedusha inside of the oisiyah satayra, has a Kedusha within it. Similarly, just like in the Tzutzais, there are also a kli, has a kedusha inside of it, meaning is that we had the shvirus the kalim of toyu broke, and these oisias from the shvirus came into our world. So those oisias of the breaking of the of, of the kalim of toyu um, are in this world, and they contain a certain kedusha with it. Because as we know, Hashem creates the world through words, just like Hashem created our world through the Asari Mars. Similarly, uh, toyu was created through this concept of words that have Hashem's energy. Uh, within it. So these sparks of Kedusha, which are in this world, are really the sparks or the words, these Oisius Satyra, which were utilized to create Oilam Hatayu. So they broke, and therefore there is no, uh, they broke and they're in this world, and, and it doesn't have any chaos. It doesn't have any meaning. Alpiseho, what they mean. Rather, the Kedusha, which is in these institutes, are being utilized for something which is bad. So the concepts or the ideas which are in it, this energy and these concepts which are in this Yonim are being utilized for Ra. So you just imagine, so you have in Yonim that sometimes these concepts could be twisted and utilized for Yonim, which are the opposite of Kedusha. So when so Yaakov was unable to purify certain sparks, these certain Oisius Satyra. So Lovren chases after him to give him these Oisius Satyra. And thereby, by giving it to Yaakov, it was in the taste of Nacha Parsha and the Torah. Of course, the parsha, this Parsha itself, of love and chasing Yaakov and that whole story, those are the Oysis of which are still by love. And he was able to be removed from him and purified from him and be able to be added to the Torah. So now it has a Kedusha, which is able to be seen by Gilead. The idea of love, and just to give a little more of Hezbo, what does it mean that love was chasing Yaakov? Uh, in order to give him these oisius satara, it doesn't mean that necessarily that that Lovin did this with this conscious um, will that he has to return the oisius satara and the tzutzut of Kedusha to Yaakov. What it means is that in the Shurish of Lovin Lamaila, the Shurish of Lovin, which is felt and had a hergish, had a, that, that, he has to, that he has to return these oisius satara, that he knows that the proper place of the oisius satara is by Yaakov. That's where the hergish of the Shurish 
of love. And if you go to the source of love and uh, source of Peruchnius, feels that this is his job, knows it's his job. But how it comes down into our world, into love and agashmi, love and agashmi is someone who is uh, Russia. So for how it comes into his way, he has a desire, a need to chase after Yaakov to kill him. So how it comes down, it's love and knows he has to chase Yaakov to kill him. But Pepinius, why is he chasing after him? Why does he have this strong desire that he can't let Yaakov get away? It's because Baruchnius, Pepinius, he knows that, that, that there's a job that needs to be done, that there needs to be this union of Oisius, the Oisius Atar needs to be returned to Yaakov. This is similar to what the Alter Rebbe explains in, in Tanya, in the Gersh Kurdish Sumachafe, that when a goy is mevalvul ayid, so uh, during davening, that what you should be misbaiding on, you should think of that that itself, that this that a goy is able to mevalvul you, where does he have that kayak from? It comes from the Shrina, it comes from a the, the Shrina, which gives him energy at that moment to be mevalvul you. So you have to think of how, how the Shekhinah is being slavish inside of Klippus. And by the Mizboin and how the, the Inyan of the Shtal Shosho'evim is still to come into the Inyan of Klippus, which is a, a gallus for the Shekhinah, that itself is able to mechazik you and to give you a stronger ability to focus during davening. And through that, you're able to actually uh, bevarer the, the spark which is in, in the Goy. I, why does the Goy, the Goy realizes that? No, the Goy doesn't recognize that's the reason why he's bothering you. But Pneumius, of the Goy, in his Shorosh of the Goy, the Goy has a strong hergish, it has a strong need to, 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 to give you the, those sparks of Kedusha. But the only way how, but when, when that need is mislavish on Elam Hazah, when it goes into the mind and the heart of the Goy, he translated, oh, I have to disturb him. But Pneumius, the purpose is not to disturb him, rather the Pneumius is to elevate those sparks of Kedusha. And we've had this concept also before in Chelet Tazvav by the Dov Tishrei, Sicha uh, Baichana, where, where, where the Rebbe brought the a concept from Baal Shemtif, that Re'eviyam Simeh. He says that the reason why a person has a, a need and a desire to eat and drink and really for all in Yonechol, it's because he wants to be able to make a Dirbatah thing. So when we feel hunger, we feel we need to go to a certain place or we want to go on a vacation, it seems like we're doing it for our own selfish needs. We want to eat, we're hungry, this. But the Pneumius, why do you have the strong desire to go here? go that plate, why specifically to that particular vacation spot, why do you want to eat these particular foods? So the reason is because the pneum is you have a connection to that. You have to be bavar of those foods. So therefore, but the way how it comes to the Bahamas is just, oh, it, want, it enjoys these places or, or these types of foods. But the pneum is the, the reason why it's getting that need is actually from a place of Kedusha. So the same thing is by love. He's chasing Yaakov because he has to return these Oisius to him. So based on that, we have asked a question, and then we'll get back to our original question. So let's just summarize so far. So our original question is that after Shabbos Parishas and after Simchas Torah, we're transferring from, the, we're taking the energy of Chodesh Tishrei to utilize it throughout the year. But if you look at Shutesh Mikra, the Yaakov HaChodark is actually Yaakov leaving Chutzarts to go to Eretz Yisrael. So the Hecton, we, we are explaining that the truth is that Yaakov, that love and chasing Yaakov, that's giving the Nesinus Kif that he should be able to fulfill the Avoida of going on his way, which part of his way is to meet Esav in next week's Parsha. So love and chasing is actually a Nesinus Kayak. So just like Tishrei is a Nesinus Kayak for the rest of the year, Radifus Lobin is actually a Nesinus Kayak that Yaakov could be able to fulfill the Avoida of, 
of Imavar Esav. And to explain this concept, we start, we brought the idea of the market, where the market says that Lavan chasing Yaakov is in order for the Oisius Hatayra uh, to, be, to be elevated and to make being the taste of Nachaparsha in the Taira. So the Rav asks a question on this idea of the Magen. He says, L'chaira, Yaakov was in Haran for 20 years. The reason why he was there was to be able to mavar the Nitzutzis, the Oisius Hatayra, which were there. So why was it that Yaakov would have left early before he finished the job? But Lovin has to chase after him. Oh, you, you didn't finish your job yet. Why, why doesn't Yaakov stay until he actually finishes the job? Well, why does Lovin have to chase him? And only when once Yaakov, Lovin chases him, then he's able to fulfill the job. So the, the Rebbe explains that there's two types of Nitsutsis that we have, two types of sparks of Kedusha. One of them, this spark is totally, the, the bureau of this spark is totally Bedasa Adam and the Ratzin Adam. While there's a second type of spark, which is not totally on us, it's, an, it's a matonimal maila, meaning this, that we're able to mavar, this type of spark, is through a special nesinus chayrif, and it's awakening from above, that gives us a capability to, 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 to elevate the second type of spark. And bedugma, bedugma of these two concepts, of these two different types of sparks, the one, the one that we're able to actively elevate, while the second one is that we can't elevate it on our own, it's only when Hashem gives us a gift then we're able to elevate those sparks. We also find in mitzvahs. Most mitzvahs that we have, we're able to actively fulfill them. For example, this is from the Kutik This is the, the Rebbe's quoted from the Kutik this beer of the two types of mitzvahs and the two types of mitzvahs. So the Kutik tells us that, that if you look at the mitzvah sukkah, a person is able to fill the mitzvah sukkah. When the sukkah arrives, you build the sukkah and you're able to go inside of it. Uh, you, you take a lulav, and, and other minim, and you're able to shake the lulav and other minim. So this is a mitzvah that you have a chiv to do, and it's totally for you. You get the materials that you need, and you're able to fulfill the mitzvah. But, there are, but there's a second sug mitzvah where it's not totally in you. You can't force yourself. You can't actively make yourself obligated in it. For example, the Indian of shichacha. Shichacha is that when you're harvesting your field, uh, if you forget, uh, uh, you forget some, some uh, a small bundle, or you forget some strands of uh, wheat or, or tabua, the lach is that you're not allowed to go back and get that, get, get, get the things that you, that you forgot. The says that if you actively leave it there, then that's not the mitzvah of If you actively, you know what, I'm going to leave a little bit of a grain over here for the ani to come get, then that's not shikhachai. That's just a regular giving of tzedakah, which is great. But it's not the mitzvah shikhachai. Mitzvah shikhachai could only be that you, that you forgot about that you accidentally forgot about the Inyan of Shechacha. So Mitzvah Shechacha is something which is the Maila Medasa Adam. It's not something that you're able to actively obligate yourself in. It's basically something which is out of your control. If you forget, then you're able to fulfill the Mitzvah. Therefore, there's actually interesting Tesefta in Peah. Uh, I believe it was in the third parak, whoever quotes it, that it tells us an interesting story that there was an individual, a man, that his son comes to him and tells his father that, that, that we forgot some of the grain in the field. We did have some shikha in the field. So the father tells the son, go quickly and bring a carbon oil and a carbon shlom to, uh, to the base of Megdash, because this is a gift from Hashem that they're able to fill the mitzvah. 
So we see clearly from the Tesefta that the father was telling the son that we're going to be mocked with a because this that we're able to fulfill the mitzvah shukhacha is a gift that Hashem gives us. It's a motanimal maila. It's not something which we're able to obligate ourselves in this mitzvah. If, if Hashem wants us to, be, to do the mitzvah, then he'll put us in the situation that we'll forget. He'll make the circumstances happen that we'll, be ob- that we'll become obligated. So therefore, we have to bring an oil on the shlomim as a thank you to Hashem that we're able to fulfill this mitzvah. So those are the two types of mitzvahs that we have, two totally different sugim. So same thing with the sparks of Kedusha. They're connected to it. So the mitzvahs that are tali biratzen, their shoyosh lamayla is from the darga of kaser, or more specifically, erchantin. It's the erchantin, which is the ratzen of Hashem. Hashem wants these mitzvahs to be done. Erchantin is the ratzen of Hashem for the Eilamis. The Ratzin of Eilamis. So the Shairish of those Tzavuyim come from Erech Hampton. So the way how they're in the down into our world is that we also fulfill them through our Ratzin, our Das. It's something that we're, uh, we're able to uh, um, we're able to actively and consciously fulfill those mitzvahs. But then we have the mitzvah of Shifcha. Another example, by the way, that ever brings is the Indian of Kovid, or Kedula, that a person uh, says that you're supposed to run away from, if that whoever runs away from Kovid, Kovid chases after him. So, but if you're doing it, but if you're not really running away from COVID, you know, you're just pretending to run away from COVID, then of course that's not, that's not, you're not going to, never going to reach COVID. So whoever runs away from COVID, uh, the example is Rabbi Shimon ben Shetach, that they wanted to appoint him as the Nasi, so he ran away to Mitzrayim. And they chased after him to uh, because they because they wanted him to be the Nasi. So it's not good because he didn't want to be Nasi. That's why they chase after him that he should be a Nasi. They realize he's the right person for the job. So it's interesting. The only way you get covered is by running away from it. So you can't actively ever actively get covered. If you want covered, you're not going to get it. And if you run away from it, well, that means you don't want it. So then you're going to get it. So it's one of those catch-22s. Okay, but either way, the point is, it's not something you can actively get. So where does, what's the shirish of the mitzvah, for example, of shirish? Huh? This comes from a higher darga, lamayim. It comes from makif did makif. So if regular mitzvahs come from makif, which is erech these mitzvahs come from the makif of makif, or as they call in the Kutetara, it's also called raivin, the haraivin, the ratzin of all ritzayinus. It's the tachtoyinus of the matzah, the lowest level, which is of ratzin, the lowest level of the matzah, the lowest level of Hashem. So Erechampin is the Ratzin of the Haschal of Sa'ilamis. Erechampin is considered sometimes that's where the Inyan of Tzviris uh, starts from. The Inyan of Tzviris starts from Erechampin. The Maila from Erechampin, that's the Tachtayin and those are still the Dargis, how they are still within Hashem, before it becomes relevant or Shaykh to the Eilam. So this is a Darg which is in Gansa Hechem Shtalshlis. So it's not a Ratzin which is Shaykh to Shtalshlis, rather this is the Ratzin how it is by Hashem. So therefore, it's higher than you know, Tam Vadas. Tam Vadas, even the highest level of uh, Tamakomus, the deepest level of Chachma, which is in Erech Anpin, Chachma Sfima, but still Shaykh to the Inu of Chachma. Therefore, it's Shaykh to the Inu of Tam Vadas. It's Shaykh to the Inu of, of a conscious Ratzim. When we're talking about these mitzvahs, they're higher than, than anything which we have in the world. It's in Gatsun, higher than our rules of logic, our rules of Tam Vadas. So therefore, when it comes down in our world, it comes down in the same way, it comes down in the way of shichacha. It comes in the way of hesachadas. It's because you have hesachadas. That's why you're able to fulfill this particular mitzvah. Just to, as a side note, before we go weiter, in Lekutei Torah, the Rebbe points out that in Lekutei Torah, when it's, he's describing the first type of mitzvah, 
It's that he, he gives examples of mitzvahs shabadas, which are totally berats in oven. He says sukkah and lulav. He says, why sukkah of lulav? Because if you look at the Bach, the Bach on the tour, in the lachas of sukkah, it tells us that usually the tour doesn't give explanations for the mitzvahs. It doesn't give um, the psukim and the sources of the psukim. Rather, he's just giving a psak to the lacha. Therefore, he wants to know why does the tour tell us that the in of sukkah is because it says in the Pasuk, that the purpose of Sukkot is that it's because it's a remembrance that, and that you should know that I took the Yidin out of Eretz Yitzrayim. So the Bach tells us it's because part of the Kim HaMitzvah is the idea, is the knowledge. If you want to do the Mitzvah, you do it properly. It's when you're sitting in the Sukkot, that's supposed to give you the knowledge that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. So it's not like a regular mitzvah where the kavana is davar noisifan. There's the mitzvah, and then you're supposed to have the kavana with the meaning behind the mitzvah. Here, part of the mitzvah itself, the reason why we're sitting in the sukkah is to remember that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim and, and we sat in the sukkah. And now the passing the salacha. And the, the Bach gives two examples for this where we see this by other mitzvahs. We see this by the mitzvah of tzitzis, the mitzvah screw, that when you're looking at the tzitzis, you're supposed to remember all the other mitzvahs. And also by the mitzvah of Tulumat, Tiyatars Hashem Bepich, the Pasuk says that the purpose of putting on Tulumat is that you should remind you that the Tars Hashem shall always be in your mouth. So we see that the Inyan of Sukkah, that's the first example that the, 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 the author ever brought, the Inyan is the Lan Yedu So why does he bring Sukkah and not Tulumat and Tzitzis? The reason is because by Sukkah, it's Zaktas Klar in the Pasuk, Lan Yedu Der Seichem. Mash'en came by, uh, by uh, by tzitzis, where it's in of mantiskiru, it's in of remembering, and also by tefillin, it's in of remembering. To remind you that the tars hashem but it's not in of yedu. It doesn't say clearly this lashon of das. And by lulav aminov, it's explained in um, in Kabbalah that lulav is the in of hamshachas adas. So the main point that we're trying to explain over here is that the source of these mitzvahs comes to the Inyan of Das Sholomayla, comes to the Ratzin, where it's a, a, a active Das, an active Ratzin, and therefore we also have, when we do the mitzvahs, we have a conscious Das, and conscious, uh, conscious Ratzin to be able to fill this mitzvah. But Das over here, we're referring to more the idea of consciousness, that you recognize, you're able to uh, fulfill this type of mitzvah. Masha Enkin, something which is Vahesach Das, where you can consciously fulfill the mitzvah, which would be like the mitzvah of Shechacha. So therefore, the examples that out there brings is Sukkah Valulov, because most of those are connected in the union of Das Mashiach and most other mitzvahs, and even Tefillin and Tzitzit, which are connected to this union of Das somewhat, but still it's not the same level of connection, because over there it used the Lashon of Zikara. But getting back to our main point is that the reason why Lavin had to chase after Yaakov is because Yaakov wasn't able to, to elevate those sparks on his own. Yaakov couldn't with his Das consciously be able to elevate those sparks which by Lavan, because these were sparks which were higher than the Inyan of Das. He needed to have Dafka the Lavan would chase after him. What's the Inyan of Lavan? What's the Inyan of Lavan's chasing after him? So the Pnimi Sinyanin, Lavan is a reference to Hashem. Tells us in the Medrash Rabbah, very interesting Medrash the Rabbah brings. The Medrash Rabbah says uh, this story when Yaakov first comes to Haran and he asks, I, he sees the shepherds by the well and he asks him, I died to this Lavan, you know Lavan? And then they tell him, oh, uh, you know, they're, they're coming with Rachel, his daughter's coming with the sheep. That story, he ex- explained, that Medrash explains that it's referred to Yaakov and the Jewish people, that Yaakov, or at least the Sharish of Yaakov, or the Shama, is asking the Jewish people in Golis, um, it sees the Jewish people in Golis, and it asks the Jewish people in Golis, 
as Lavan. Do you know Lavan? Which he explains means, do you know Hashem, who is the one who is Malabah Nebuchadnezzar Shalisol? Do you know he who is Hayedaitimus, Mishan Islavin Nebuchadnezzar Shalisol? Do you know the one who's going to, to whiten and, and, and cleanse the, the sins of the Jewish people while they're in Gullus? And then he asks, and they say they do. And then he asks them, Hashalom, is there peace being made between you and Hashem? And they would say, Hashalom, there is peace with us. Meaning is that the Jewish people are working to make peace with Hashem so they could return. And then he asks them, how do you know? Or with which schus? Or which schus will you be able to return from Galas? So they point to Rachel, says, which is a remez of what it says, that, um, that about the famous Pasuk, that by Rachel was crying regarding her children, that when the Yidim went to the Golis, they daven by Kevar Rachel, and because of the source of daven Kevar Rachel, Rachel is beseeches Hashem that he sh- they, she should, uh, Hashem should bring the Yidim back from Golis and bring them to Eretz Yisrael. So the idea of this Medrash is that Rachel is going to uh, daven for us. We're going to daven by Kevar Rachel, and the source of davening Kevar Rachel, that will help us return from Golis. But the point is that we see is that the email of love and white is that it's reference to Hashem, because Hashem is the one who cleanses our sins. So why is Hashem referred to as love and white? Because the difference of white and all other colors is that white is a lack of any colorance, of any pigments of color. All other colors are mixtures of certain pigments and certain colorants that are making that particular type of color. Mashenkin white is how the item is on its own without anything being added to it, which I guess in this world we probably don't have, but that's the essence of what white is that has no added colors. That's what white means. So when we're referring to the orange safe, the orange safe is white is because it doesn't have anything which is added to it. It's pure, it's singular, it has nothing which is being added to it. It is the source of everything, but it, nothing is being added to it. Because when you have colors, that means you're really a, a combination. It means you're a murkab. You're made up of two, at least two inyan. It's, it's whatever the item is, plus the color of the item. So that means you're a combination of two inyana. That means you're not pachit. You don't have this unity. There is a makeup of at least two inyana. Mashiach, when we look at the color white, we're saying white is the essence of what that item is. The item is white because it has nothing added to it. So that's a reference to Hashem that he has nothing which is added to him or added to his R, his R because his R is pachit betachas of shifas. So where does the idea it says that Lavin is referring to he who will whiten or cleanse the sins of the Jewish people? So the idea of cleansing again is making it white to your neshama means it's bringing, right now it's dark in the neshama. I don't think the neshama is dark. That has some color added to it. It has sins which are uh, covering up on the, uh, of the neshama. So making the neshama white means it's returning it to its natural state. And this dafka comes from this level of love. It comes from the R and Saif, which is higher than Hishtalshlis. In this world, in Hishtalshlis, Ayyid could do an Avera, and he could fix himself from going in the future, but you can't change the mistakes you made in the past. It's only from a Darga, which is higher than Hishtalshus, that you're able to even cleanse the past. And that's why um, on Yom Kippur, it says that Yitzumah Shol Yoyimim is Machaper, that on Yom Kippur, the special quality was that the essence of the day was Machaper, meaning is we do Tshuva, but Tshuva is only able to forgive to, to a certain degree. Only however much is relevant to your das, because it's knowledge, it's consciousness. So whatever das that you're able to have, how bad you feel, and how much your resolution is to the future, that's how much kapara you're able to accomplish. But you can never accomplish a, a dargo which is hecher from das, higher than das, to change the past, for example. 
That's why we say the essence of Yom Kippur is Mechaper, that, that Tshuva Toil of Yom Kippur Mechaper, that on Yom Kippur you're reaching this Darga of love and Elyon. That's why the, the Kohen Gadol were white on Yom Kippur. That's why we were white on Yom Kippur. It's a, all a remiss, this Darga on Yom Kippur that we're reaching to the Darga which is higher than Ishtalashis, which can bring a complete Kapar to us. So Laban running or chasing after the Jewish people, that's a remez to the Laban HaElyon, to this darga of the Oren Seif, which is chasing after Yaakov. Meaning is that referring to a darga, which is the source of Shechacha, like a mitzvah like Shechacha, it's the source of these sparks of Kedusha, which we're unable to, uh, to, to, to elevate on our own. It only comes as a gift, Malmaila, comes to Pesach Adas, comes as a Susa de la then we're able to elevate those sparks. So the year of love and after Yaakov, the idea of love and chasing after Yaakov is that the Oren Seif, the love and Elyon, is giving Yaakov, is chasing after him, is giving him the Koyach to be able to devour those last sparks of Kedusha, which are remaining by love. And now we can understand the Hemshech Pesukim. The love and Yashkiba, a love and Babayi. Love and wakes up early in the morning. That's the, his Oyeris to, to come to Yaakov. And then it says, the Yenashik Laban of the loving comes and kisses his sons, his grandson and his daughters. That's the idea of the Estapkos Rucha Barucha. It's the idea of the unity, that the Loiv and the this Darga, is becoming an Epimius. It's a kissing. It's an Dvekas. It becomes one with us. And then once this Loiv and Elyon becomes one with us, then the Yaakov Halakhodarka, Yaakov is able to go on his way to go after Esav. And, he, and now he has the, the strength and the Koyach to be able to elevate uh, Esav. So now we could understand, go back to the original question, what's the connection of the Yaakov Holochadak, which is referring to Yaakov leaving Haran to go to Eretz Yisrael, to, 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 to saying the Yaakov Holochadak after Simchas Torah Shabbos which is the idea of leaving Kedusha to go to Chal. So the, now, according to this explanation, we see that they're, that they're actually referring to the same concept. That love and chasing Yaakov is loving giving Yaakov, is the life in the Elyon. Young, referring to the life in the Elyon, which is giving Yaakov the capabilities that he's able to mevara Esau. Just like Chodesh Tishrei is the Mesus of the Eli, is the Koyach that Hashem is giving us to be able to fulfill our Avaidah throughout the rest of the year. Then the Rebbe finishes off that, that we know that the Yaakov Holochadark we say at different times. The first time we say it is after Yom Kippur. What, um, what, what's the concept of saying it after Yom Kippur? What's the idea over there? So on Yom Kippur, that's when the Leuven Elyon is first revealed. That's when the, as we mentioned before, that's when the Yidin have a kapar, because it's Sumer Shalyam Chaper, and the Kohen Gadol is wearing the white clothing, and we wear the white clothing. This is all an, the, the idea that Hashem is being Megala, the Leuven Elyon to us. So after Yom Kippur, when the Leuven Elyon is revealed to us, we have the capability to go out into the world. So it's the first Yaakov Halachodarkei. As it says, there's a bit more details, after Yom that that Yashvim Lava Babaker, that's on Yom Kippur. The Yenashik Lavana Vanaisa, this was referring to the children of the Nesha Bahamas, that are also called Bana Vanaisa, but the Nesha Bahamas is bad deeds, is the evil which the Nesha Bahamas has, is called his children. And he kisses the children. What does it mean? The light and alien is kissing the children. It means it's me on Yom Kippur, the Zedonis Mahapit Luskriyas. Hashem gives us a kapar to the highest level, where, which is a mind of the Tamadaz, that even an Avera become, become a Schus, which is in Gansan Hashem of Tamadaz. Because it's coming from Leib and Eli. And then ultimately we have Yaakov Holochodark, which is after Mighty Yom Kippur, which on this target of Yaakov Holochodark is for the Derech Atayra Mitzvah. That after Yom Kippur, we get involved somewhat with the world, 
not fasting, but it's still involved in Torah mitzvahs, getting ready for sukkahs. Then we reach the second level of Yaakov HaFodar, which is after we have Sukkot, and Shemitzeres, and Simchas Torah, that the Leib and Eli become in a Pneumius within us, Mamish becomes one with who we are, then we have the capability that after, that after Simchas Torah, and especially after Shabbos Bereshis, we have the Koyach to be able to elevate the Inyon Echol, to make him in a way to make a Dura, but tough time.